Hey, moms in business, welcome to the podcast that educates, encourages, and empowers women. I'm your host, Angela Fazio, and I'm committed to bringing you great business information, amazing guests, inspiration, and a godly perspective. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by The Forum Coworking and Events in Chandler, Arizona. It's a great co-work space where people can meet clients, conduct business, um, have private events, or just have fun. It's also sponsored by East Valley Connect Facebook Group. It's connecting Phoenix East Valley community and local businesses. This week, my guest is Cody Hubble. She is both a singer in a band with her husband, a really great band, by the way, and a makeup artist. She has some great insight on how to run multiple businesses at the same time having a family. So let's jump into the conversation. Welcome, Cody. Thank you so much for being on Hey Moms in Business today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm really excited to share part of your story with our audience. And so we'll jump right into it. Um, Tell us about your kids. So I have two daughters. I have Preslin Daisy, who just turned two in December, and Shane Bell, who just turned eight months on Wednesday. Yes, I got to hear them when we were talking before. Oh, yeah. They're always (laughs) in the background. (laughs) They're vocal, like like mommy. (laughs) That's great. That's great. So tell us a little bit about their personalities. And Preslin is two going on 13. She's a teenager. A teenager? Yeah, she's dramatic and uh, yeah, a little drama queen, but she's great. She's super smart and will tell you what she wants to wear, where she wants to go, all of that. She's very bossy. decisive. Yes. Yes. <laughs> very, we call it decisive. Decisive. I like that. <laughs> so um, I have six kids and it wasn't two that was hard. It was when they turned three. That's what everyone keeps telling me. So I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah, Shane right lot. now is eight months and her only issue is not sleeping great. Other than that, she's like perfect little angel. So I'm, I'm taking it all in before yeah. she gets the attitude. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. That's really nice. Having two young ladies in the house. Yeah, they're 20 months apart. So yeah, that's pretty close. Challenging at first. I think <laughs> it'll be better. Hopefully they will be little besties soon. Yeah, they'll go in and out of that actually. Like siblings will be yeah. really close for a little while and and they aren't, and they'll get closer to another one. It's kind of strange. It's really cool to watch um, your kids grow up because, for example, my 19-year-old, they did not, Charles and Danielle did not like him, and nor did I for a long, a long time <laughs> or anyone, but now they're such great friends. It's really rewarding to watch how they change over time and fall in and out of relationship with each other, but it's, I, it's, it's amazing. You're going to really enjoy that. I'm so excited to see how that dynamic changes, especially because I'm an only child, so... I never had this sibling relationship, and I know from all my friends that I've talked to and family members that have sisters, so there's nothing better, even though you butt heads at times, it's the best relationship, so I'm excited that both of my girls have that. Yeah, that's cool. Do you plan on having more? We are 100% done. Uh, (laughs) I asked my husband, I'm like, like, we are (laughs) not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, any of my family listening would be like, what? I got excited for a second. No. I asked my husband, do you want to try for the boy? You think you need the boy? And he said, no, I'm definitely in girl mode, which is true. He's so good. He will be patient and do the little teacup parties and cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Preslin will be putting makeup on him and he's just such a good sport. Really? He's, he's a good girl wow. dad. Yeah. That's awesome. So. That is really cool. 
Um, so, okay, we're going to jump into some of your, you, you have two businesses to discuss today. Yes. Very exciting. So let's start with your makeup business. Tell us a little bit about that business and how you got started. So I have been doing makeup as long as I can rem- remember just for friends and family. I've always loved makeup, loved everything girly. Um, about five years ago, I did makeup for a good friend of mine who's a wedding photographer. And she had a lot of clients asking who did her makeup. She asked if she could start sending people my way. And I started out taking those clients and slowly building a portfolio, just doing a lot of before and after photos, uh, really using social media as a great platform just to get my work out there. And it's crazy how it snowballed. And I've been busy ever since with makeup for weddings, events, um, some editorial work. That's really exciting. Yeah, Do completely you... self-taught as far as makeup goes. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. I, no, cannot say I'm an expert whatsoever <laughs> at all with makeup. No. I do lessons, so we oh, you can do? get together. Yeah, I do one-on-one lessons. I was going to ask you if you teach people how to do makeup. Yeah, we go step-by-step step through the whole process, and, and they take what they want from it to do you know, a daily look, and then in a few simple steps, turn it into more glam yeah. you know, evening look. So. Oh, well, I don't think I have a different look. <laughs> <laughs> so the funniest thing happened not too long ago. I think I told you this story, but um, a, one of somebody I know, kind of know, kind of an acquaintance, came up to me out of the blue and just asked me, would I teach them how to do makeup? I was like, you have beautiful skin. So I could see why somebody (laughs) would come up and and want (laughs) to replicate it. I was like, um, well, you have, you're going to have better luck looking at a 12 year old on YouTube than getting any, (laughs) getting any help with me. I don't have any idea. (laughs) So you can pretty much learn anything these days on YouTube. I I am blown away at these teenage girls who do better makeup than half the people I know and, and myself even. I think it's just crazy what you can learn on Instagram or, or um, YouTube these days. So what are your aspirations with that business? Do you want to just keep it a solo shop kind of a thing? Do you have any different ideas of where you want that to be in the future? I have a lot of goals in the future um, that I'd like to pursue. But again, it is so hard with with the two businesses and my kids to focus just on one thing. So currently I just moved into my own studio. I was sharing with somebody for two years. So I just moved into my own studio, which is nice because I have full flexibility on my schedule, more physical space, um, kind of made it my own. It's really nice, uh, to have my own space now. I was super impressed to find out that you're like booked out for new clients through June. It's is, crazy. That, is that what it, you said? June? It, yeah. And by the way, we're in Right now, we are not even in April yet, just for those of you who haven't heard. It's a good problem to have, so I can't complain, but I, I do my best to fit in every, all my clients and accommodate my existing clients first. So, And you don't just do makeup. Um, like It's semi-permanent too, right? Right. So I also do permanent makeup, um, technically semi-permanent, but we classify it as permanent makeup. Uh, I've been certified three times for lip blush, which is a new lip tattoo. It's a softer, like natural look mm-hmm. to constantly have. Do you have it on right now? I don't. This is just lip gloss, but. Okay. Well, if I find another I artist that, that I really love their work, I'll, I'll definitely get it. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you wouldn't do it on yourself, huh? Right. So I do the lip blush and then microblading. I've been doing microblading for two years and now I offer powder brow, which is more of a soft makeup look. So the idea behind all of that is to have it heal and look as natural as possible. One less step to do in your day, wake up looking and feeling more confident. Mm-hmm. Great for moms who 
only have a few minutes or they're holding a child trying to do their makeup. Right. It's nice to wake up with, with your brows and your lips done. A lot of my clients have <laughs> eyelash extensions, so they literally wake up and it looks like they've done their makeup. That's crazy. That's yeah. so awesome. It's pretty cool. It's a cool technique. And we'll give all, the whole audience a lot of information about how to get in contact with you if they want to at the end. Perfect. But now a totally dichotomous business and totally different is your Desert Dixie. Yes. So tell us about what that is and how you got started and all of that. So I've been singing since I was about three years old. That was my first time on stage. Um, my husband and I have had this band together about nine years. And we do mostly country music, but we do a big variety. So rock, blues, oldies, some top 40. Uh, depends on the location, the venue, and uh, what the event is, what type of music we're playing for that show. Yeah, you guys are really good. Thank you. You are really good. We have good. played here at the yep. at the forum and mm -hmm. yeah, it's and you're enjoyable to watch and thank you. Just quality. I'm telling you. I wouldn't tell you that if it weren't true. Well, thank you very much. So you're running two businesses and you've got two young children and yes. you have two goats. So, <laughs> we'll get to the goats later. Tell us some of your challenges and how you handle that. It definitely is hard to balance. Uh, like anybody else, I'm still learning every day how to find my groove with all of it. Um, since the second child has been born, it's been more difficult. I'm not going to lie. I look at my calendar every day and I look at my list of people on a waiting list. I want to fit them all in. I'm trying to find out where I can work a little bit more here or there. And then other days I look at my calendar and I say, oh, I need to spend that day with my girls. So I'm doing the best that I can um, to really balance and try to do new activities and exciting things with my girls when I have them. So are you, are you doing the mom guilt thing? Sometimes just when I look at the calendar and I want more time with them, Yeah, you know, but I'm hoping that as they get older, obviously they're too young now to understand, but as they get older, I hope they appreciate that I've continued, you know, to pursue my careers and I hope they know I'm, I'm working hard for them. That's well, why I do it. So well, I will tell you as a woman who runs many businesses with her husband, with six kids and a grandbaby, you're never going to have it all perfect. But here's the great news. You know what the kids remember? The quality, not necessarily the quantity. Yeah. So we talk about this all the time. If you can spend, if I can spend and give my Bentley, little, my little naughty boy, <laughs> if I can spend like 10 minutes with him and really focus in on him and listen to his day or engage with him, he feels filled up. So it's, it's the mom guilt thing is something that we all can't get away from sometimes, right. but I'm getting much better at it and you can't go there. You know what I mean? It's a really natural feeling, but they're not going to remember. They're going to remember the quality. Right. I think I've definitely found lately what's um, been helpful for me spending time with my girls. It's also very challenging because I work from my phone like 24 seven. I always have clients contacting me and I'm doing pretty much all my scheduling for the band and my music, my makeup business through my phone. But when I'm with my girls, I try to just set it down, set it away from me. I can answer when I'm you know, not with them. And I feel like that's changed the quality of our time together. Yeah, that's good advice. Just trying hard to really set my phone down and, and not deal with business, just focus on them and be more outside because right now the weather is beautiful and my two-year-old will play outside all day if you'll let her. So yeah. I've been trying to just be more involved, be more present. I feel like that's been helpful. So that's a lot to manage. Do you have any tips and tricks for other women who are trying to juggle as much as you're juggling? Oh, I wish I could say I have the perfect uh, answer to that. I just 
do the best that I can to make the most of every moment I do have with my kids. And I look at the calendar a few months in advance and I will literally write the word off on some days. And those days are family days. So no matter what comes up, whether it's a great gig or, you know, big time client, I'm going to put that on hold. And those are my family days. So I feel like that's helped just to stick to little promises I made to myself about being more present with my my girls. Yep. And that the other thing that um, you and I had talked about before that I thought was really cool is you don't have like a full-time nanny or you have some help. We all need some help. Right. Praise the Lord. Right. But your husband and you juggle your schedules because he's got flexible flexibility as well. Yes. And you guys just take shifts. How do you manage that? Do you sit down like and schedule together? Do you, how do you make that work? We are very lucky that we're both self-employed. He's been in real estate for about nine years and I pretty much do the scheduling for our businesses, for our family in my old school paper calendar. (laughs) I don't think I could ever do it in my phone because I would get lost, but I do it on my paper calendar and he kind of looks over the days that I have scheduled and then he'll ask me about certain things and we'll work together to make sure our girls are with one of us as much as possible and then we are lucky that we have an amazing nanny um, three half days a week. And she comes and even that short That's time has been deal. so helpful. Yes, I can accomplish so many errands in three hours, like running around without my girls. It's crazy. So I, I've i never mentioned this on a podcast, but I'm going to tell you one of the, um, I have a, a girl, her name's Faith Bullington. Shout out to Faith Bullington. She is uh, 17 years old and she helps me with the kids a lot. Um, so does Crystal Olson. She's amazing. But um, Faith, here's what she does. One thing, one thing that makes my life so much easier. Every time she watches the kids, when I get home, my kitchen is clean. Every single time she watches the kids. That's amazing. It's, it's, you know what it does? It makes me want to pay her top dollar. It makes me want to give her as much business as possible. So you know I know she's going to ask for a raise now that she's, <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> I pay her kidding. good. But, but here's the, here's the reason why I mentioned that. If, you're a mom out there and you have a daughter who's babysitting, literally, if the only thing that she does is clean up something consistently. And so I know when I get home, I'm going to look at a clean kitchen. It's remarkable. <laughs> like yeah. it is just, it's a 10 minute save or a 15 minute save, but it makes my heart sing. <laughs> I swear to God. I it totally does. get it. Yep. My nanny's great like that. Yeah. She will fold the laundry or I don't even ask. Um, she's just very helpful. That's, that's huge. But I think in general, that's just a good rule to live by. Like do the little bit extra in any business, in any job. And people really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. makes you stand out. You do just a little bit more. I talk about all the time with anybody who will listen to me that it's the small little things that you do that build up to the greater habits. So put your shopping cart away, you know? Oh, yeah. That Pick bothers up. me so bad when people yeah. leave it. And cart I away. literally want to get out and be like, what are you doing? It's right there. <laughs> yeah. What about the people right who are working hard and have to go around mm-hmm. the whole lot? I'm like, pick up the piece of toilet paper that you just walked by or the towel on the floor or whatever it is. And you build those little habits and it creates more excellent habits of great work ethic and and just excellence in your life. It's the small things. When your kids pay attention to every little thing you do. So Mm -hmm. if your kid's in the car and you leave your shopping cart, your kid's going to do that when they get older. Just like you're saying, every little thing you do, even when they're as small as my children, they pay attention. They develop those habits. Mm -hmm. So... I'm hoping that my girls will eventually develop my, you know, work ethic and and the things that I'm showing them. Work hard. You can have it all if you just right. 
power through and make it work. <laughs> Don't quit, right? Yeah. As oh. tired as you are. <laughs> okay, so I, I want to ask you about your husband. How, how long have you been together? How'd you meet? It's a funny story. We met when we were teenagers. Um, he was just getting into music at the time. We were both 15. I had been singing since I was about three. And we were at a jam session together, got up and sang a song together. And he remembers this like it was yesterday. But I don't remember at all. Really? I kind of remember going to that jam session, but I was doing so many of those at that time. I don't remember singing with him. And he's like, I can't believe you. I can't believe you don't remember me. So it wasn't like high school musical, like from no, then on. No, when people hear that we met <laughs> at 15, they're like, oh, such a love story. I'm like, no, wait, that's not the end of the story. So we didn't cross paths again until we were both about 21. And he auditioned for a band that I was already in. And he got hired in and we just clicked and started dating pretty much immediately from that point. So yeah, he still gives me a hard time about not, not remembering. remembering. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But we've been together um, 10 years and this year we'll be married seven. Oh, that's awesome. Very good. So I'm glad that things worked out the way that they did because I feel like if we would have had some kind of teenage romance, it, it probably would have changed things, you know, when the time came mm-hmm. for to really matter. And well, God works yeah. all things perfectly for yeah. So I'm happy the way that it all worked out. That's nice. Oh, He's good. amazing. He's All a good right. guy. And what's his name? JT Hubble. JT, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So um, the other thing I want to talk about are your goats. I have I'm goats. I'm not kidding. Yes. Lacey and Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I thought was funny is you as how you acquired them. Yeah. They just kind of fell into our, our lap pretty much. Our, our neighbors owned the goats and we're keeping them on the property. So when we bought the house, the goats were already there. And the neighbors kept saying, oh, we're going to put up a gate. We'll take our goats back. Well, a couple years went by and we would, you know, feed the goats and water the goats. And they're like, ah, we're not actually, we're actually not going to put up that fence. We're just going to get rid of the goats unless you guys want them. We basically had had the goats for years. So they became <laughs> a part of our family. We're huge animal lovers. So yeah. Of course, we kept the goats. And well, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, think, I think they were, they were ours already but they're two little girls they're basically just like dogs they're spoiled rotten and my goats do not eat everything that is a myth that you know really okay maybe just my goats but they're picky if you try to give them certain vegetables they'll like turn up their nose at you and walk away (laughs) that's so cute because they've been given chips and crackers and and it was so funny I was like hey you know you like those goats why (laughs) you're like because my husband doesn't have to do as much yard work oh exactly (laughs) yeah my husband is all for the goats because they, (laughs) they help keep the side yard maintained we live on an acre and it's a lot of a lot of yard work for him. It is. Yeah, yeah that's little riding funny. lawnmower all the time. That's there. cute. That's cute. Okay, so um, what I want you to think about is if you're if you're somebody who wants to pursue, you're an entrepreneur. Both of the businesses you have, it, it's entrepreneurial work. That's did I say that right? Do I speak English? <laughs> um, so, what can you tell somebody who's out there that's looking to do something for themselves, start their own business? Um, whatever it is, there are some things and some mindsets that you have to have. What would you advise? I would say starting a new business. I mean, it's definitely going to be difficult, but you need to network as much as possible with anyone you possibly can and use the tools and platforms that you have available. So social media is a free tool and you can reach thousands of people if you do it the right way. Um, In my industry, beauty industry, Photos are so important. So I started with before and after photos of every single client. They would be okay with that, um, posting their photo and 
asking them to spread the word if they know of anyone who needed makeup for a dance or an event. Um, just really marketing yourself by being yourself, not nothing cheesy, nothing mm-hmm. gimmicky, just trying to spread the word about your business and your services. Um, in my industry, giveaways were a great way to get the word out to followers you, you know, otherwise wouldn't come across. Um, yeah, giveaways. Did that come or, naturally to you or is that something that you feel like you had to cultivate? As far as like marketing myself? Mm-hmm. I think because I've been on stage since I was so young and it was all, you know, it's about putting on a show and engaging in the audience and, and meeting as many people as you can. I feel like that definitely played that into it. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a very methodical way to keep in touch with your clients that you have? I definitely have my ways of scheduling and touching base. And I try to be, I don't know the right way to say this, as, in, as involved as possible, like asking them about their lives mm-hmm. and, and touching base to see how their brows are doing or their lips are doing. You know, just a, a simple text sometimes can remind people that you're out there if they want to come back for services. Right. But really, I would just say word of mouth and using social media have helped build both of my businesses. The I band, um, I when we first started, we would play anywhere and everywhere that people would let us get up and play. I mean, the little dive bars and, you know, you just got to start where you can start. And um, every person that sees you, every person that meets you could possibly lead to something more. That's actually a fantastic attitude because the key in any kind of sales and what you do is sales as well. The key in any type of sales is it's a, a numbers game. The more people you can get in front of and talk to, exactly. the more people you have potential to appeal to. And I not grow a business from a, from a closet and, you know, without getting out there. Right. And I think, um, always trying to further my education, especially in the beauty industry, because it's constantly changing. So when I have time, I'm going to put myself out there, get to another class, learn another service, just trying to move forward and, and keep up. Successful people are growth minded. They never think they've arrived. They don't think they're too, you know, great to not learn more. And when what you well, there's just always said, someone better and someone you can learn from. So absolutely. Even if I know that I'm good at my skill, I'm still going to reach to somebody who's more of an expert and hopefully I can learn tips and tricks. It's true. What a great mindset. Um, hopefully that inspires people out there that there's a couple of things that are, that are crucial to having a successful business in, in any kind of sales. And most things are sales at some level or another, especially when you're an entrepreneur. It's number one, you have to get in front of a ton of people. You do. Because not everybody's going to want your service and not everyone's going to like you and that's okay. Right. And number one, number one is that. Number two, you have to constantly grow your mind, whether it be with new skills or just keeping yourself positive, surrounding yourself with the right people. And then third, you have to have that drive. You have to be persevering at all times. I'm sure you play plenty of shows where you're like, that sucked. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely (laughs) play some shows where it's not that exciting. You're standing up there for three, four hours. But so many of those times we get a call or an email from someone who saw us at that boring corporate event, you know, that leads to something else. So we put on the same show, whether it's five people or 5,000 people. That's At least we try to. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but we, we try our best to do that. There's nothing worse. I love, I love to speak. And my husband does too. If we have like a thousand people or whatever, we love it. Like we're full. There's like two. I'm like, what? This is just a conversation, which I can do. I'm <laughs> usually more nervous around smaller crowds. Yeah, it's you different. Know, I, I've seen in front of hundreds of thousands of people at one time. And 
that's no big deal to me because they're all kind of doing their own thing. You know, right. It's not just one-on-one or you somebody's know. like this. I'm staring but, right now. Creepily. You know, auditioning for something <laughs> where there's two people in front of you. It's, it's, it's totally different. different. It's more it nerve wracking. It is. Okay. So any last piece of advice that you can give our audience, anything, whether it be personally or business wise or keeping your mindset strong, anything you can think of at all. I just think you, it sounds so cheesy, but you really can have it all, make it work if you want to pursue your career, be a mom, um, switch it up, try one, you know, see if you want to pursue your career and come back to being a mom for a while without that. I mean, as long as you are networking, trying to put yourself out there in any way possible, I feel like you can can balance it. I like what you said about this. Some people put so much pressure on themselves to be one way or another. Right. If I don't fill this, 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 this role, and it's different for everybody. Some people feel guilty because they're not at home all the time with their kids. Some people feel guilty because they're not giving their work the amount of attention that they think they should. All of that is just garbage, I think. You have to find out what does God have for you? What does God intend for your life? What are Where are you at in your life? And you can't have it all. And having it all doesn't mean the same thing to everybody. Right. You and I know, a break, you know? I know women who are very successful in their businesses. And when their kids were little, they decided the best thing was to take a step back, be at home for a while. And then they were able, it's not easy to stop and jump back in, but you can do it. So I think you just need to assess what's best for you at that time in your life. And for me, I enjoy being really busy. I like multitasking. I thrive on my schedule being super full. So I'm always trying to do something more and make it all work. But but to each their own. You just you it just, is. That's right. You have to listen to yourself and what's going to be best for your life and your children and your schedule. Everyone will have an opinion about your life. <laughs> Everybody does. They're really glad to tell you about it. Oh yeah. But at and the there, end of there's the day, a lot of people that won't agree with me working as much as I do and having two businesses because right. they think I should be home all the time with my kids. But to each their own. Absolutely. That's so wise. I hope somebody got blessed by that statement right now because. One of the things that I'm so grateful for is the attitude of, hey, listen, I I would love to hear what you have to say, but you're not going to tell me how to live my life or what's right or wrong for my family based on just your opinion, you know? And I will say with my three jobs, mom is definitely the hardest, but the most rewarding by far. Being a mom is... It's fantastic. Really tough, but really amazing. (laughs) So... Um, shout out to all the moms who are at home also. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a full-time job. And I've said that so many times, like, bless I got to give it women. to those moms, yeah, especially single parents, men mm-hmm. or women, because it is not only a full-time job for one, like, I'm lucky I have a husband who does 50% because we we struggle at 50%, 50%. I mean, right. it's, it's you tough. Know, I had this funny idea um, before I had my first child that I really honestly thought that I would be this most amazing stay-at-home mom that this is, I can't even get it out now. It's so funny to me, for me, that that I would want to make dinner and I would want to bake and I would want to do arts and crafts and I would want to homeschool. (laughs) Make all your own baby food and (laughs) homeschool. Yeah. Yes, I did that. I did that. And I I did for like a week, I think. I stayed home with my first (laughs) child for a little over a year and I went batshit crazy. Swear to God, I did. (laughs) I lost my damn mind. I wanted to poke my eyes out with spoons. (laughs) And so I think to myself, those women who can do that, that's 
amazing set of skills. And multiple children. Yeah. One of my girlfriends, um, she has three kids, three under three, and she also runs two different businesses. And she's amazingly successful, and she somehow manages, but what we show on Instagram, you know, we show the, the best of the best. She'll tell you also, it's not all peaches and cream mm-hmm. every day. Like, yes, I post the best photos, but she's also real about how tough it is it to is. make that work. Yeah, and I when love the kids that. are having a meltdown in the background and you're trying to talk to a client on the phone, you just, you got to power through and make it work. Yeah, you it's can, real. Can do it. It's good. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you today. Can you tell our audience about how, what's the best way to get a hold of you if you're interested in the makeup or a hold of you if you're interested in Desert Dixie? Give us some contact information. Sure. So as far as Desert Dixie, um, our full schedule and our contact information can be found on our website. It's desertdixie.com. We also have a Facebook and an Instagram page. Just search Desert Dixie. Um, As far as makeup and permanent makeup services, my website is Makeup by Cody Lynn. It's C-O-D-Y-L-Y-N-N. Dot com, And I also have an Instagram page, Makeup by Cody Lynn, and a Facebook page. So my oh, phone number, yep. um, I take all of my clients directly. I do all of my own scheduling personally. So 480-326-5276. Anybody's welcome to text me with any questions or booking inquiries. Great. Well, that was a, an amazing time that you've spent with us today. Thank and you thank you for you so having much. me. I wish we could chat all day long. This is fun. <laughs> wine out of straws. We're going to, yeah, we're drinking wine out of straws. This is a great time. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hey Moms in Business. Have a great day.